0: Hey everyone, this is your plus size vixen, and this is episode number 12. Today's episode is entitled Communication or the Lack Thereof. The reason why I decided to discuss this topic tonight is because I feel like there's a lot of lack of communication that's going on with our generation. I feel like we don't know how to communicate with one another we don't know how to hold conversations and since everything came so technical and so phone savvy social media savvy it's kind of like how can we really tap into our feelings our emotions if everything is kind of like directed in some form of a message no matter if it's a dm a text you know, email, everything is message-based. And if we do have conversations, our conversations don't hold any substance. Now, I'm not going to say all conversations. You know, depending on the friends, family, co-workers you have, you can have some great conversations and get some great opinions from people and some great advice if that's what you're looking for. But I want to focus on more conversations or however, conversing with the opposite sex. Now, earlier this week, I had a conversation with a male and I basically was talking about how sometimes I feel like males, especially this generation now, don't know how to converse. I've been in different situations. If I disclose that when I had conversations with males, it kind of felt very like generic or very kind of like this isn't going anywhere conversation because maybe our interests are what interests us was different and that's fine that's what make people beautiful that's to make people different because you know i don't expect you to fully be in tune with what i like and dislike and stuff like that and vice versa however it's just that i feel like some people when they do communicate they only have one way of looking at things aka close-minded And that's a huge problem because when you're closed-minded, your conversations kind of come off as if like like a parent. A parent who feels like, this is what I say, this is why I say it, and this is why you should do it kind of thing. Or this is why you should believe this, or this is why you should see it this way because I said it. And it's like, is that really the way we should be having conversations? But again... That all goes stems back to childhood. If that's the way you were taught to communicate, sometimes we emulate what happened to us as a child, as an adult. So we don't really get far with the communication. I guess one thing that I did get from the conversation I had with this male was, I was like, oh, well, what's wrong with a guy contacting you maybe three times out the day? Now, this was his input about that. He was like, I'm going to be honest with you. Now, he claimed he only spoke for himself that, or speak for himself, that a female or his wife would be lucky if she gets one phone call. His reasoning was, he was like, sometimes a text for him and I guess his uh, marriage was good enough. what he mean by text was like just to check in and make sure you're okay he was like because he's really not a talker and he was like he feels that women in general like to gossip like to chat a lot about oh you know what she did you know what so he's like since he's not into that one conversation is good enough and just some check-in texts and he's straight So I heard it from his perspective, and I thought about it, and I'm like, you know what? Different strokes for different folks. Now, the more and more I thought about, do I want somebody to contact me three times a day? That might be just a tad bit much for some. But overall, I do want communication besides you texting me. I feel like sometimes, like, when you actually talk to somebody, you get to feel their emotions. You get to understand what they're saying. What I learned is, through experience and through experience of others, sometimes texts are or misinterpreted sometimes texas can be taken wrong and now you're in an argument with somebody you don't even know you, you was arguing about something that you text because the way it was interpreted and my other problem with texas too is as much as you see people with their phones in their hand 24 7 i haven't seen nobody yet Without their phone in their hand or near them, like literally less than a couple of inches away from them, you send a text and you won't get a text back until hours later. So now and again, I definitely get people are busy. We're all busy out here living a lies, making a lies for ourselves. But when you constantly see people with their phone in their hand repeatedly, and you send a text, and now you sending me a te- Like, for example, if I sent you a text at 10 o'clock, right, and I ain't getting a response back to like 2, 3, 4 o'clock, and I might be scratching it. But almost like two hours later, now I don't want to text back because I feel like I'm trying to communicate with you now unless you start that text with hey I was busy da okay but if you just answering me and expect me to answer back maybe I'm still working on myself I'm not perfect I might not respond because now I'm like oh you know I'm busy too but I made time to text you I made time to check in with you but it took you about five hours later to check back in with me you know, like, maybe that's a pet peeve of mine. Because cause I feel like if somebody texts me, I'm not going to sit here and say, like, literally two minutes later I'm texting you. But within less than some minutes, I ain't talking hours, less than minutes, I'm going to respond back. Like, you might get a response within a five a five to 15-minute time frame, but not no hour later. And if I really care about you, and I'm not saying I care less it doesn't it doesn't mean anything with the time frame but if the phone's in my hand and you happen to text me nine times out of ten you're gonna get a message right back it's not gonna take me forever unless I was busy and I don't have a problem with disclosing that neither like hey I was busy this is why the text was sent late You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, I feel like I'm very considerate of people's feelings. But as I get older in this world, as I mature in this world, and as I see how this world is moving, too many people ain't like that. It is what it is. You know what I'm saying? And I guess since I'm learning with some people it is what it is, I have to respect it and maybe keep it moving. And maybe understand, like, hey, girl, if you send this person a text, don't expect one back because... You know, and then, honestly, I could forget what we was talking about. Now, I got to go back and read the text to see what we was talking about to understand what you're saying. Because I might be like, huh? What? Oh, yeah. I forgot I sent that. So, I just personally feel like, what's going on with the communication? And, And I get it. Men might not be as talkative as women, but when are you talkative? Because it's even been situations that I see men face to face, face to face. And the conversations be. Let me give you an example because I think examples help. So, you know, I'm right now dating. And I'm trying different things, stepping out of my comfort zone with the types of guys I'm dating, not trying to be shallow, just to see what works for me. Because I feel like like it's like food. You don't know if you like it until you try it, right? So one day, me and this dude was hanging out and we're talking. And I realized he was focused a lot on his environment. And the environment he was from wasn't the greatest. So all the stories were basically like people fighting, people shooting one another, people going to jail, who's pregnant, who's not pregnant. And for me, I try to be as open-minded as possible, judgmental, you know, judgment-free as possible, but the conversation wasn't stimulating for me. So I started feeling like, okay, I hear you, but, you know, like I didn't want to be rude, but after a while, it was just too much. And I kind of shifted the conversation somewhere else because I'm like, I can truly care less on who's pregnant, who's locked up. Because, you know, I feel like if it doesn't make me, I mean, if it doesn't break me, it doesn't make me, vice versa, whatever. So, I feel like if it doesn't affect me and my life, why am I so concerned about this? And I realized once we shifted the conversation, he really didn't have much input. So, once we departed, I was like, wow, this wasn't really... Uh, fulfilling conversation like I honestly feel like I waste my time if I have to be so honest I felt like I could have been doing something else with my time because now I felt like you can't hold a conversation but now when we did switch it, you're trying to make it more about the physical, about how I look and how I smell or wanting to touch me and stuff. But for me, and I can only speak for myself, mental stimulation is everything. In order for me to even feel something, I need to be mentally stimulated. I need to feel like we hold conversation. And let me be clear about this. When I say conversation, I don't mean like we need to be talking about Politics or the news, like it could be anything, but that's fulfilling, you know what I'm saying. And talking about the dangers and the imperfections of your environment is not fulfilling, like. I'm sorry like that's nothing that makes me be like oh for real because maybe that's not how I grew up. That's not my reality and I feel like it's more to life than somebody being shot or somebody going to jail. Not taking away from the experience that just don't do nothing for me. So we can't even go off for like oh you looking sexy and all this other compliments because now I'm just looking like okay (laughs) okay. thank you but it's nothing clicking for me to even be like oh thank you because it's nothing clicking there now again i definitely understand especially through my experience that Men are absolutely different from women. They're wired differently. You know, they're taught a little more different depending on your household. So things that might click for us might not click for them. But I feel like in order to grow a healthy, happy, positive relationship, communication is key. Like we need to be able to talk about how our feelings and you know a pet peeve that i really don't like and i just noticed this about myself i don't like if something occurs right you don't tell the person but as soon as as soon as it's done and the person addresses you now all of a sudden you're like oh you do that too huh How would I know I'm doing something unless you tell me? This is what I mean by communication. Like, I feel like that's so unfair that you would sit here and harbor your feelings that I'm doing something that makes you feel uncomfortable, makes you feel, you know, like you don't like what I'm doing. And you don't say nothing. But now that I'm addressing you on something you're doing that I don't like, now it's a tit-for-tat thing. That's kind of bothersome for me because it's kind of like if you feel some kind of way, tell me. I'm open to listen. I you know what one thing I had to learn in this life? Criticism builds character. You don't know you're doing something wrong until somebody tells you. Everyone needs to be corrected you at one point in time of time in their life. So with that being said, if I do, if I'm doing something to you, it's best you let me know. I can't read minds. And I'm known for apologizing because like again, I'm not perfect and I'm not trying to be but if I'm doing something to hurt you or disturb you please let me know so I can correct what I'm doing so I can start checking myself because it's not wrong with checking yourself too besides being checked by somebody else you got to check yourself so it's like again in order for me to continue to have healthy and positive relationships friendships and you know um, almost at family ships about to make my own word you know be around your family members and be productive the communication is key I remember growing up you know, it was communication in my household. Now, I'm not going to sit here and act like we was a family who talked about feelings, stuff like that. No, we really didn't. Like, we're just now getting into a place in my family where everyone's literally saying, I love you. It was a point in time, and like a lot, a lot of people, households, you know, some people can may can relate or may not, that Saying I love you, being affectionate and caring and tapping into feelings was non-existent because parents had to work, kids had to go to school. Like we we just had things to do. So we didn't stop and take the time out too much and be like, well, how was your day at school? How was your day at work? How are you feeling today? Are you okay? Are you all right? Or checking in on people while they're at work or while they're outside of the house. We were too busy trying to do what we got to do. So when we saw each other, we said a little something, we kept it moving. But now, especially now that I'm older, especially being in the field I'm studying, I realize how more important communication is. Sometimes you need to stop and tell your loved ones you love them and let them know they're doing a great job, but they're trying their best. Or this road might be a little rocky, but it's going to be okay. Keep pushing and get through it. You know what I'm saying? Those... Those signs of encouragement, positive affirmations, anything to keep somebody going, they know they have a support system now. They know they have somebody who cares now. They know they're not fighting this battle alone. Like You can talk to me about anything. I'm here for you. That's great. But again, some people realize they need to fix their communication in their family or their relationships and other people don't. People will continue whatever they were taught whatever they were shown in their household because they feel like there's nothing wrong with it so that's why it blows me when dudes can send you like a whole big you ever got a text from a dude and it's like the longest text ever and you be like well damn all this time texting you could have just called me and said that but of course due to pride and due to oh I don't like talking on the phone and that blows my mind so you're telling me you spend two hundred plus dollars on iPhones, Galaxy phones, or whatever is the latest trend phones, and you don't like talking on the phone? Uh huh. So what you you could have you could have kept the old school phone like how the old people doing. No shade to the old people, but you could have kept the flip phone. You paying all this money for these smartphones and all you want to do is send long paragraph texts to people. Why? And half of the time I'm starting to notice I have a short attention span. I don't want to read all that. Because now I'm like, I'm already reading stuff at work, reading stuff at school, reading my son's homework. I don't want to read no long ass paragraph text. If it's that important, I need you to pick up this phone. It don't take nothing but a couple of seconds. Bring, bring, bring. Yeah, hello, what's up? Uh, da, 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 da instead of you and you know what's so funny we got so great at texting i literally watch people their texting skills be immaculate i'd be like well damn this screen mad little but they go, they be typing it up like psh, psh, psh. and i know we all use computers so i know somebody be like oh but well, that's nothing to do shit i'm not that quick i'm not that quick with it mad sad happy my text my um texting per minute TMP, um, texting per minute, is not that quick. I be sitting here watching people be hitting it. I be like, well, damn, maybe I need to practice this something because I'm not there yet. And truth be told, honestly, I don't really like texting. Like, I'm totally the opposite of my generation. Now, I text if it's necessary. Of course I would. I don't have a, a huge problem with it. But to hold a conversation where I'm noticing my texts are large bubbles. Where it's not even like a, a good, a, like a, what you call it? A rectangle size. I literally got like a, like a balloon. Like I just blew this rectangle all the way up. Oh, uh, no. That's a no-no. <laughs> I'm not sending that now like I'm really not I will call you you don't answer I'll be like hey call you back when you get a chance I'm not sending you texts like that that's just team too much I feel the same way when I see people write a lot on Facebook statuses it's like you start to read because it seemed like it's something but then I'll be like all right this is too much now I don't know if this is story time, but unfortunately, I need to hit it and hear your voice say it because now my t- my attention just went left. And mind you, I got to stay focused in school and read books, focus at work and read documents. Now I got to read all this and not saying I have a problem with reading, but it needs to be interesting. Like... <laughs> <laughs> let's be real, how many of us been in school and had to read assignments that are not interesting? You didn't want to continue it. And then you huffed and puffed because you're like, damn, y'all I gotta finish this because we gotta test. So now you're forcing yourself to read it. And the only time I'm forcing myself to do that is when I'm in school. I'm not forcing myself on my leisure time to be reading long statuses on Facebook or long text messages. Because after maybe two lines, I'm over it. I'm being honest with you. I like, All right. Too much reading for me. And again, I remember back in the day, I think I was just talking about this. I remember having my own phone in my room and I used to call people on my phone. And I remember talking on the phone to literally like the wee hours of the morning going to sleep. I'm like, damn, can we bring those times back? Like, those are some great moments for me. I remember waking up on the phone like, hello? Hello, you sleep? Yeah, I'm asleep. I love, I'll just call you tomorrow. I'll see you in school tomorrow. Like, being on the phone, especially like when you were like at least between the ages of 12, up until high school that was dope three-way calling call waiting prank phone calls that was the great moments for me I remember I even had a pager what people would hit me on the pager I'm calling them back once I get home like yeah da-da-da-da. and I'm talking about everybody dudes and and chicks being on the phone all day long just kicking it up having a great time i'm like and i get it times has changed the world has changed people are changing with it to But I'm like, it doesn't mean that we should take away the conversation piece. And I especially feel like now that I'm in the game and I'm trying to date, like a lot of women are, those who are not in serious relationships and you're trying to date, how is it dating in this century with the lack of communication, Like, and again, then I have to, like I said, I'm such a firm believer in evaluating myself. You know, sometimes you got to check in and tap in and be like, well, damn, am I asking too much? But if I'm sitting here saying, if I'm asking too much for you to communicate, then that's a problem because what am I basing this relationship off? Because let's be real, good looks fade away after a while, you know, nice clothes eventually fades away after a while but i feel like to hold a relationship together it's communication like we can't keep basing relationships off of oh this person looks good they dress good nice car good credit that's great great but what can you do Besides that, like, are we going to talk to one another? Are we going to really get to know one another? Like, and forget them generic questions like, what's your favorite color? What's your favorite food? That's great, too. But also, we need to pay attention to these things. Details, how this person, you know, put together things, how they how they talk to you what what kind of reaction do you get from people when they get mad because that's the most important thing to know how to communicate especially when somebody get angry because it's one thing just to talk to somebody generally but it's another thing to see how the communication change when they're angry like when i was younger you know it is what it is i used to purposely do things to trigger people to see who was I gonna get when they was upset because I'm like you know it's all good now we keep can on the phone he he having a good time but who are you when you're mad you know what I'm saying and am I ready to deal with that am I ready to handle that because if not and you just really became this nasty vulgar person I had to be like "Mm mm-mm We ain't doing that. Now, don't get me wrong. When somebody makes you mad, you're not going to sit here and be sweet and constant. But I just really want to see what was going to come out of me getting you upset. Like, how far you was going to go. How low you was going to go. Like, I was looking for everything to know if we can continue because communication is key and are you going to tell me you're mad or are you going to keep it to yourself and not talk to me for a couple of days or if you do talk to me are you going to curse me out and you know do something that really or do whatever in your power to really hurt my feelings like these are questions that comes to mind and I'm definitely tapping into something different that I want to let my listeners know. Starting next month, I definitely want to start getting a, like live interviews with people of the opposite sex. And, you know, different women, different people of different genres, meaning, like, different occupations. Like, I have some therapists now that I speak to, you know, college students, social workers, everyday people and I'm gonna start doing live interviews on my podcast because sometimes I want to give different perspectives I just don't always want this to be about me or what I go through my situation because I'm hoping that some of these messages I'm delivering is helping somebody see things from a different light from different perspective you know what I'm saying and maybe make them evaluate themselves check themselves like I said earlier so um I'm not here, this podcast wasn't made to bash men and say, oh, men don't talk and they need to do better. No, because, you know, I hear the same thing sometimes from men, like how women do, or like when women get mad, the communication go left, or they don't know how to conduct themselves no more, and it's like you're everything in the book except for a child of God so it plays a role on both parts but how can we be better communicators how can we get our message across how can we be more of an influencer to really get to know somebody because sometimes when you don't communicate with people and when you just jump head first into relationships and you wonder why this person's acting like this acting like that maybe because the red flags was there like I feel like this you can expect something you wasn't getting in the beginning. If somebody showed you who they was and you first started messing with them or even said certain things when you started messing with them, that's a sign that once you decide to fully commit what that person said or what that person showed you is who they are and see the funny thing about getting to know people and starting relationships is some people are good at being chameleons and what I mean by that is they'll try to be someone they're not just to be liked and once you like them and they feel like got them got them in the pocket got what i want now they start showing who they are and that could be a tricky situation because you thought like oh this person was so nice sweet loving caring but now this person's somebody else so what do i do how how can i foster this situation so again like i said it's really best to pay attention to the red flags it's really best to communicate and that's what i mean talk dig deep you know listen to stuff like for example i don't really like these questions now that i'm older but some people still ask it. like oh well why are you not with your ex no more or what happened in that situation and if and then if these are the conversations you want to have with your a future mate or a potential mate, then pay attention to that. If that person come off already blaming other person and everything was their fault, they didn't do nothing. It was this great person and you know whatever it may be. Pay attention to stuff like that because sometimes people never see their faults. They always see somebody else's fault. It's always somebody else's fault. Nobody takes accountability for the role they played in that relationship or the role they play in their life. It's like, oh, no, listen, I didn't do that. You know, my mama wasn't around. My daddy wasn't around. Or She cheated on me or, you know, just little stuff like that and not realizing, well, how did I contribute to this in any way? And mind you, you probably didn't. Uh, you know nonsense I was saying you probably have nothing to do with it you probably thought you tried your best but it wasn't good enough for them so that situation can also be on the fence too however communicating with someone is a beautiful thing I feel like a foundation of a relationship is communication how can I really get to know you through texting how can I really court you through texting how can I really take it to the next level through texting like We need to learn some... I think, honestly, we have the tools to communicate. We're just losing how to use them. We'll prefer a text message or a DM or a a snapchat message or an email before we pick up a phone and call like i don't know about anybody else but i think the sexiest thing a man can do is call me and say how was your day love how you feeling like you know you like whatever question he might ask me you know what i'm saying and be okay with listening don't try to cut me off don't try to be like oh all right i was just calling real quick don't do that Actually listen to me, tap in with me, make me feel like what I'm doing matters, how I'm feeling matters, validate my feelings, validate my insecurities, validate my bad day, whatever it is. And then after I finish spilling out to you, then fill me back up. Fill me back up. Now, I'm not saying that's your job to do that. But, you know, again, if you see a potential there, if you see something there, you know, fill that person back up. Like, sometimes out of the blue... I don't know if it's a monthly thing I do, but I send my family and friends that I really care about messages, like encouraging messages, positive messages, uplifting messages, because I feel like sometimes people need to hear things that make them feel good. We hear enough bad news throughout the day with the, with the kids, with the family, with the job, with the school, or what's not going right, or how the world's coming to an end. And just all this negativity, you be like, well, damn, can it be this really bad? So it's nothing wrong with filling people up, making them feel a point, and letting them know they have an um, letting them know they'll be great. Whew, that says so much. So much. It's just, come on, come on. We we can do it. We really can do it. And I've learned too. If we really wanna do something, we can do it communication will forever be a part of our lives communication will forever help us grow because think about it when you keep a lot of stuff inside and you suppress your feelings you're stunting your growth you're stunting your growth we can't change our past but we can do something different for in our present so our future can be brighter And I know as cliche as that sound, as corny as that may sound, just think about it. We can't change our past. What happens, what happened? We got upset. We might have cursed somebody out. We might have did something that wasn't right. But now it's time to forgive yourself. Now it's time to accept it and say, you know what? I can't change that but I damn sure going to make sure this present what I'm what I'm living right now, whatever my purpose I'm trying to define right now, be better than what it was in the past. Because I want you to understand every day that you wake up is another opportunity for you to change your mind. If you don't like something you did yesterday or if you don't like the way your day is going to that day you woke up. You can change your mind, do something different because you're in control of yourself. You're in control of your destiny. You're in control of your dreams. You're in control overall of your life. Let's be great. Let's be aware and let's be okay with however things may play out, however the pieces may fall, however the cards may be dealt to you. Because again, we have to learn to love self, to learn to love someone else. We have to be great within self and we have to just keep moving forward. But don't move forward if you're still suppressing things. Moving forward means accepting, communicating, and letting go. Because in order to be a better you, you got to know who you are, where you are, (laughs) how you are, why you are. So you can understand the purpose. This all falls in line with your purpose of being. Out of all the sperm that your father could have, you know, let loose and fertilize your mother's egg, you was chosen. You was chosen. So now let's serve a purpose. Let's be a reason for believing. And let's learn how to be better communicators. I would like to thank you for listening. This is episode number 12. Tell a friend, tell a friend. I'm on Instagram at La underscore Tay underscore vixen. I'm on um Facebook as Tay Fabulous. I have a blog. Haven't blogged in a minute, but gonna get back to that. I have a blog. It's called Plus Size Vixen Blog. I have my own web page now. I have also, if you want to contact me, you can contact me at plus size of Vix, plus size of vixen blogger at gmail dot com hold on I hope I got that sad because I got so many emails so many things going on I'm trying to get the thoughts together plus size at gmail.com yes plus size at gmail.com any questions comments feel free to share this tell a friend tell a friend thank you guys for listening <laughs> love you all have a great night enjoy